Hey, what is up? Welcome back to another Cake Tea episode with the HBIC Jelena Simpson. Happy New Year, everybody. We It is now, uh, what, what is today? Today is January 3rd. I was supposed to record this podcast, been recorded it, but I wanted to wait for so many other things to be happening so that way we could talk about it on the podcast. Uh, I'm super excited, but before we get into anything, make sure you are following me on the new HBIC Squad uh, uh, Instagram. It's HBIC Squad and then underscore right after that. And you can follow us over there. I have a new uh, Instagram, I thought it would be better for me to put everything HBIC over there um, so it doesn't get confused with what Jelena Simpson is doing and what that business is doing. Um, But if you'd like to follow what my personal journey is and what I have going on as far as business-wise, you can follow me at Jelena Simpson on Instagram as well. Um, I'm I'm super excited for for podcast number two. I've been waiting to do this for quite some time now and I've been putting it off because I was like, no, I have so many new things coming and it would be so interesting to talk about these things on the next one. So uh, let's get into it. It is a new year, which, you know, everybody always says new year, new me, new beginnings type of shit, right? But uh, we're, we're, we're not going to, uh, we're not trying to uh, basically say new year, new me. We're trying to say new year, uh, still me, and uh, but just trying to push myself further, right? Uh, I'm all about reinventing yourself and, 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 and moving up. But I feel like when you use those words, reinventing yourself, it's like you're literally getting rid of the person you've been your whole life and just making yourself a whole new person, which is not a problem. But at the end of the day, the person you've been your whole life has helped you get to this person that you're trying to become. So I don't think about reinventing. I just really think about just growth, right? That's how I I see it. I see it as growth. We are now growing into our new year. We're not going to change who we are, but we're going to make changes amongst who we be and how we are and those things. You know what I mean? Uh, Speaking of uh, some changes and making moves, let me tell you what we just did this past week to bring in the new year and to end 2020 because, you know, fuck 2020. You understand what I'm saying? But uh, to end that year and to bring in the new year, uh, HYC had uh, did their very first competition and (laughs) if you weren't there to watch all three days, you missed out, ma'am. You seriously did. But we did a three-day baking competition so we can ring in a uh, an HYC squad member as the queen of baking, okay? Um, and we had, a, we had such a great time. And it was, I know it was stressful for the competitors, but they did so freaking amazing, man. Excuse me. They did so amazing. They were so stressed out about what we were doing. On day one, we they had to make a creation and have that signify who they are, right? So say, for example, if I thought I was like this fluffy, go happy type of person, maybe I would have created a a, a cupcake. Or if I thought if I was uh, this hardcore, badass type of person, maybe I would have created something that represented that. Like, I, I have no idea what I would have created. That's that's why I would do horrible in a competition. I, I can't even think about it. But um, that's what the ladies had to do. And they really did great. And they had to be able to explain in about two sentences what this object they created out of sugar and food or whatever and explain how that represented who they were and I know that it sounds so harsh it just sounds so harsh to put somebody through but they did amazing they really did and then day two um uh day two they had to create a 2020s dozen cupcakes yeah, I'm just trying to remember. 2020s dozen cupcakes. And um, they had to decorate these cupcakes uh, based off of how they felt the year 2020 was for them. So that was really a moving day. I, I feel like day two was our, our favorite day out of all of them. Um, we kind of got in the groove of how of how we wanted, uh, you know, how we wanted to run the competition. And the, and the competitors got in the groove of how they know, like, okay, I got to be strategic with my time. Um, and then day three, it was like, man, we just want this to be over with. <laughs> like, we were just like, we, we ready. Like, the competitors, like, Jelena, we are ready. We are sick and tired of this shit. We are just ready to get it over with already. Um, but day three was uh, for them to create uh, the devil's treats. And I wish somebody would, and I said this on the pod, I said this on the, uh, at the competition, I wish somebody would say different and fight me on this, okay? Cake pops will forever be the devil to me. I'm not good at them. Only be, and that's my personal thing. I'm just not good at them. I'm not great at them. I'm not even, I'm not even okay. I'm, I'm horrible with it. I can't get it together. It's, it's hard for me to do. That used to be hard for me to say that something was hard for me to do, but I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie. 
I cannot, I'm not good. You could maybe get some balls, but I can't give you balls on a stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't do that for you. Um, but they had to make six devil's treats and have them decorate and represent um, them showing 2021 that they ain't fucking around. So it was, it was really cool themes, really awesome. Made them kind of think outside the box a little bit. Um, day one, straight off the gate, we had Narina from Sifting Sweet. She, this girl, she did like whole freaking macaroons. The girl made macaroons and they had about only about 45 minutes the whole time. And then we also had like Whitney from Orlando Cake Girls. She did bread, not bread, sorry. She had to make a dough to make donuts. And I thought that was, pfft, flipping amazing like I, I in my head I'm going I'm gonna make I'm just gonna make like the smallest little thing you know what I mean so that way I can make sure it still comes out nice and I still have time and I'm still in the competition but these girls they did amazing 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 jobs uh day two the cupcakes were really touching because they honed in on some serious conversations that have been happening in the year 2020 and it it reminded us of things like they were doing cupcakes that had Kobe Bryant on it. And I was like, oh my God, that's right. Our year started off shitty already with Kobe Bryant in January, right? That it was already like, oh, that, that just heart wrenching that that had happened at the beginning of the year. And then that just like kind of signified how the rest of the year was going to go. And, and then, and, you know, and, and Chaz Boswick in the, in the middle of the year, it's just, you know, and not, and we already know with COVID and, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, with, current administration and all of these things and Black Lives Matter. It was just like, that was our year. And it, what was crazy, it was like, not just one person had those things on their cupcakes. It was like all of them. And there was like a good 13, 14 contestants. It was all of them had something to signify those big things because it all affected everybody. It, it Whether or not what you believe in, whether or not what you agree in, that wasn't the conversation. The conversation was what was 2020 for you and a lot of people were affected by the same things and it's just so incredibly mind-boggling to me to think that you know we the world is so big and so many people but in in reality it's such a small world and when one of us are affected by something it affects the majority and a, a lot more of us so that was really cool and then um so yeah, so then we ended the competition and if you guys are following the HBRC squad underscore, you guys can see who the winner was. So I want you guys to definitely go check that out. But I wanted to give them a shout out um, for our winners. Our first place winner was uh, Brianna from Chase Cakes ATL. She brought in first place. She was really hard on herself on the second day, but she did amazing the other days. Um, she even did a Excuse me, she even did amazing on the second day. She was just really, really hard on herself. The reason I'm talking about this is because obviously this has to do with today's message. It's being New Year's. We want to move out of our comfort zone. But these ladies really had to figure out how they can get over their fears and their emotions and move out of that comfort zone and and just do it scared. And I know on day two, Brianna was really kind of like uh, stressed out because it, the, what she would had planned out wasn't going to plan. Um, but... What we knew she was capable of doing, even though that wasn't on the plate, it was like, it's not about what you, we know you're capable of doing, how you always are, your amazing, beautiful cakes. It was about, can you conform to the the strickens that we've given you? Can you fit what you're trying to do within the narrative of what we have given you? You know what I mean? And we've given you 45 minutes. And then in the middle of these 45 minutes, I'm asking you challenging questions and it's affecting your time and hindering your thought process. Like, come on, like you... We know you're amazing, but this is hard to do. It's not easy. So she took it hard, but she, let me tell you something. On day one, she made a gravity-defined cake. Like she made, she even had it carved. It was shaped into a freaking coffee cup. And I was like, holy crap. She did that on the first day, which got her high points. On the second day, obviously that's where her lower points were, but she still did amazing. She would still brought us what the what the challenge was and blew our minds with it. And then day three, she came with the cupcakes and she, not the cupcakes, the cake pops, and she wasn't playing them. Cake, pop, cake pops were perfect. Okay. And then she thought, let me, let me show you guys how I'm going to show 2021 that I'm not fucking around. And she legit even thought about what happened on day two. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to go forward and I'm not going to be so hard on myself and I'm going to have a good time. And she killed it. 
She had a great time. And then right after her, uh, uh, coming in on second place was Brittany from uh, Cleveland um, Cakes. She's a Cleveland, basically Brittany. It's uh, C-L-E um, on Instagram. And then basically Brittany is the rest of the Instagram handle. And she came in. She was just one point, one point away from Brianna, one point. Um, and I think where she could have uh, shined more at, where Brittany could have shined more at, was on her day one. Now, mind you, she got high scores throughout the throughout the day. No, let me take that. Day three is where she could have really shined. She got high scores throughout the entire weekend. But her day three, her cake pops, she kind of played it a little more safe. And I wish she would have pushed the envelope there. You know what I mean? But she did just as amazing as um, as Brianna did. They really did an amazing job. And then our third place winner was Narina from Sifting Sweets. And she was the one who gave us the macaroons on the first freaking day. You know what I mean? And then her day two cupcakes and day three cake pops was such a unique idea that drew us more into what she was creating and inspired us. And, and we were really motivated by what she did. Day three, she did the evil eye um uh, cake sickles and we thought you know what well, she's the cakes not cake sickles cake pops those aren't her thing like cake pops aren't a lot of people's things but she tried her best and even she worked with with the the idea of I don't know really how good I, I can't really make these look as perfect as I want them to be but her evil eye idea was like yes girl it just kind of like made us go, yes, we loved it. And then the macaroons got her even higher points. So it was really interesting to see everybody's take on everything. So congratulations to all three winners. And I'm going to say this, all of the ladies, every single one of them, down to uh, Chanel, to uh, Karana, to um, who who else? Who I, There's just so many. Uh, the, uh, uh, the other Brittany we had there, Brittany Strickland. Um, we had Ashley who motivated the girls through the whole week. Listen, my squad, they don't play. Okay. When it comes to my squad, they are on each other's ass, right? We have people there who like to be quiet. We have people there who are outspoken. We have people there who are just in the middle. At the end of the day, they all fit and it makes us a whole. And if I'm not there to help motivate them for the day because maybe I'm busy doing something else, there's always another member that's there kicking them just in, in the ass and lighting fire to them. So I'm going to give a big shout out to Ashley. Um, she's Cake Life Saray's on Instagram and uh, it's underscore Cake Life Saray. And she she really lights a fire into these girls' ass and she really plays a big sister role. Um, and sometimes when it's uh, us, um, us strong people, a lot of people don't ask us if we okay. So I just want to remind y'all, make sure you check on your your strong people out there. Uh, they, they need some help and some loving too. Um, but I'm, I'm proud of all of them. So I want to make sure I'm giving everybody a shout out. Um, I already announced the winners. I announced Ashley. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, um, to, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to go through my Instagram. Patty from Patty Cakes. Oh, the first day was, was hard on her, but she freaking killed it. So, um, Patty Cakes, uh, Patricia on Instagram. Um, I also want to give a shout, I'm trying to give a shout out to everybody here, um, uh, uh, Chanel from the Sweets uh, Playground, uh, Karana from Karana's Creations. Um, okay, I did Brittany, uh, Carissa from Lady Bell Cakes, uh, Whitney. I already told you guys about her. Orlando Cakes. She's the one who made the donuts on the first day and like blew our mind. The second day, she, her cupcakes were so cute. It was so cute. What a great idea. Um, we even had Tanara on there. Um, uh, I'm again, I'm just going through everybody's Instagram, making sure I'm trying to get everybody's name at least. And even if I'm going to forget their handles, um, we had, let's see, uh, chase cakes. Yes. I said that one. I said that one. Hold on. I know I'm missing some here, guys. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. I know I'm missing some. I'm legit trying to make sure. Oh, caked up, caked up Nini. I, we had on there as well. She did it. She did a really great job. Um, one more time. Uh, I said Tanara from Chocolates for You and More on Instagram. Yeah, Chocolates for You. Chocolates for You on Instagram. I'm going through it. Uh, and then Ferracho Flair, which is Gabby on Instagram. She does a lot of events as well. Like every, And every single one of these ladies took themselves out their comfort zone. They all were like, yo, I, I'm, I'm going to do it. Even if I'm not going to be great at it, I'm going to still do it. You know what I mean? And they did. They really killed it. And I was very proud of them. So that being said, uh, at the end of the day, you have to learn to conform to your situation. And 
you if that means you have to draw yourself out and be uncomfortable, then be uncomfortable. That that's what it means to come out your comfort zone, right? These ladies literally jumped out their comfort zone. They've never done this before. They didn't know have any clue what any clue what they were doing, and they did it. And I always say, do it scared, right? I always say, do it scared. And if you if there's any place to do it, it is that time because at the end of the day, it's uh oh. And sorry, I I said Brittany Strickland, but I didn't say her Instagram name. It's Bailey's underscore sweet underscore treats. Um, they, you have to be uncomfortable to be able to get to a place in life to be comfortable, right? You, you say you want so many things, but then you're constantly fighting it because you're kind of like, oh, I'm just upset. I'm mad at myself. I'm uncomfortable. I'm stressing out. And it's like, yes, use all of those things. I just had to talk with my girls today. You have to use all of those things for yourself to get to where you want to be at in life. You know what I mean? There's, there's been moments in my life where I've just, I noticed that I was way too comfortable that I was like, okay, I'm sitting here and I'm just accepting this situation and this life. And I don't, that's not even what I, that's not even what I want, right? Because I've gotten so comfortable waiting for someone else or, or expecting something out of myself that I wasn't doing. You know what I mean? And it was like, what am I waiting for? Why am I doing this to myself? Just get up and go do it. So at the end of the day, if you have a competition in front of you and it's one of those that fit your niche, you're a baker, whatever the case may be that you're doing, just go do it. Like who gives a shit? Just go do it. Who cares? The world is going to have something to say about anybody and everybody who goes on these competitions. Though, you know, people had something to say about what I was trying to do. It was literally like a freaking t- small little competition of, um, of of just my squad who participated to compete and and win some win some goodies you know what I mean and have a great time that's what this was about it was about having a good time ending a shitty year on a good note and beginning the new year on a great note you know what I mean that's it and and keeping that same energy throughout the year jump out of your comfort zone you know um I get asked a lot like how did I fall into the business I fell into right? When it came to baking, it was more or less like, oh, well, <laughs> that was an accident. I really just wanted to do the business side of baking, which is funny because um, 15 years of doing this and it took about 12 years into baking that uh, I got into the business side of baking. And my sister is really the baker. And uh, sh- I was I was like, okay, you bake and I'll run the business. And then it didn't turn out that way. And then it had to be me doing the baking and the business. And then I lacked on the business and I just did the baking and I didn't focus on business because I was like, well, the baking is so much more important. And really, it's not. (laughs) I mean, it's not much more important, but it is still important. And then I just really was trying to I didn't have a clear vision of what my what I was trying to create. I was like, oh, let me just bake, 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 bake. Right. And then business will come. And really, I (laughs) know my vision was not clear. It was so bamboozled and all over the place and it was completely like lost and I didn't under I didn't really know where I was trying to go right I didn't know what I was trying to do I thought I had to be like you know like Duff on on TV the cake guy or like the cake boss right I thought I had to be like that in order to like make it in in the baking world and it wasn't until I actually sat down and realized um not just what my vision was for my business but what I actually enjoyed in life and what I actually enjoy to do. And I, I've said this before, like my main things in life, I always wanted to make sure I did was I was a teacher in some form or fashion, and I was an artist, right? And as a teacher, you know, it, it, nothing brings me more joy than seeing on someone's face when they are learning what is being taught and when they actually get it, right? Not just that they're learning it, but then they get it. And then the other part was, you know, I always wanted to be an artist of some sort. And my goal was to, if I could, I want to teach art, and uh, so art was a part of my life and teaching was a part of my life, which then became cake was my art platform. And then I taught cake. Right. And then I changed that for myself where it was like, I don't want to just be, um, you know, a baker producing cakes for people, but I also wanted to teach it. And then it, I expanded that a little bit more into, um, you know, uh, traveling outside of my comfort zone, which was just my immediate area and doing uh, orders outside of of where I lived as far as like different states and stuff like that and getting hired by different people to travel, um, which I have a funny story for. But 
yeah, so that was a that was all a part of how I was trying to think of the process of where I wanted to go. And I didn't have a, a inkling of what I'm doing now at that point. Like I didn't have an inkling. Like my thought process was so small. And that's why I say, I say that a lot too. I, you, we think too tiny. We, we really do. We really do ourselves injustice by thinking way too small and, and not really putting, you know, not really opening our eyes visually and, and seeing the bigger picture at the end of the day. You know what I mean? really seeing what what the business could be right whatever business you're trying to create you know what i mean we don't really see that because we're so focused on what other people are creating that we we forget what we should be creating right we we think oh we could totally you know i could totally be a baker and bake cakes for people boom i did that because i saw other people do it right but it wasn't what i really wanted to do it's just kind of what i got stuck in and it wasn't until I, I pulled my hand back out of my face and I was like, wow, actually there's a much more bigger picture to what I need to be doing here. Um, because wholeheartedly I hate doing cakes. <laughs> like I don't, I don't hate it. Like I would love to do it for fun for myself with no obligation. But as far as like taking on that stress and that manpower uh, and those leg hours, having to stand for so long, and you know what I mean? Like it, it, it takes a lot of energy out of you. Uh, losing sleep, it takes a lot of that energy out of you. So as far as like running a cake business, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I think the idea of having a restaurant is amazing. I would love to have that, but I don't want to run it. Like I don't want to be there cooking maybe maybe once in a while for fun but I don't really want to do it you know I don't I want to take that leg on and so I feel like when you sit down and you go hey I need to pull my hand out my face because it's this concept of if you could visually see the whole picture and usually what happens is people have their hand in their face and they're looking at their hand and what do you see on your hand you see your lines the hand is but what just maybe mm, a few inches away from your face and you see the lines and you see the palm of your hand right but if you pull it back if you pull that hand back away from your eyes further away from your face you're going to get the bigger picture you see your nails you see your fingers you see the the fingertips the wrinkles in your hand you see the wrist you see that there's actually a fuller picture than just the palm of your hand right and we're so stuck sometimes on just looking at the palm of our hand thinking this is what i'm supposed to be doing not realizing if you just sit back and and open up your eyes that there's a lot more there is a whole lot more to what where you're trying to be at in life and where you should be at in life right so think about those things as you go into the new year about jumping out of your comfort zone about pulling back a little bit and opening up your eyes and seeing a, a bigger picture of what the vision is that you should be doing because baking is amazing right and i think a person really just has to love it love it love doing it love being in it love every aspect of it to want to do this right but if you're like doing it because you've seen someone else do it, right? Or if you're doing it in a way because you saw someone else do it that way, you're not doing it right, man. Like you gotta you gotta look at this and go, I I wanna be a baker, but I don't wanna I don't have to do it like Jelena did it or like somebody else did it or somebody else did it. I can do it the way I wanna do it. And so something I was preaching to my girls this morning was if you were the first to ever do it, how would you do it? If you didn't have anybody to look up to. Right. If, if, if you were that very first person to say, I'm going to be a baker and I'm going to bake X, Y, Z, how would you do it? And that's going to make you uncomfortable. That's going to take you out of your comfort zone, because now I'm telling you to ignore all of the naysayers, ignore all the people that came before you, ignore them. And how are you going to put your name on it? So hopefully everything you do in this year, 2021, you're thinking about how to put your name on it. Okay, now going into this cake story that I wanted to tell you guys about traveling and doing cake. Um, my <laughs> my last cake that I just did. Now, I you guys, again, have heard me say, I don't do cake. So the truth is, I do not take cake orders. Like my, my plan, my goal, my purpose is not to do that. Um, but uh, I also know what I'm good at. And I also know what can bring, you know, uh, a, a, a good little, a good little change there, right? A, a, a little, some money, a, a little, a, a, a little green in my pocket. Um, so I may take an order that is financially cost worthy for me to take, um, and also maybe something that I can teach 
as well as, you know, I can teach it to on my YouTube channel or, in, you know, as a class or whatever the case may be. So I may take on this order. And um, if it interests me, and let me tell you something, the best place to be at in life when you're an artist is to be at that place where you can say yes or no. But we're going to get into that more often, uh, a little bit later. But um, so I took on this order and um, the clients were actually friends of mine. Not were, but are actually friends of mine. Um, but I treated them just as regular clients and they respected that boundary, which is another great place to be at when you're running a business and an entrepreneur is have um, clients who are going to pay what you tell them is the price. And then when you have clients who are actually friends and family members who respect that boundary and still pay, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. I love that type of relationships. So, um, but yeah, so we had, uh, they ordered a, it was a Dr. Seuss, all the places you go, um, cake. And, um, it was an entire dummy cake. They just wanted a showpiece basically is what I got hired for. I got hired to create a showpiece and the, I had to travel to Florida to do it. And fortunately, you know, I'm, my family lives in Florida. I have a place to go, but traveling and doing cakes is not easy. Okay. To travel and take on a client to do a cake order. It is not an easy task. It sounds like fun, right? I know it sounds like fun. I know it sounds like, oh my God, limelight. So amazing. You get to travel and do cake. It is amazing. It is fun, but I'm telling you, it is not easy. Um, because the things you have to deal with, different location temperatures, being out of your comfort zone, right? And I, and, and in that aspect, I mean like you're so used to your kitchen. So when you go into someone else's kitchen, you're kind of like all over the place and you're not doing things in the manner in which you would always do them. You're kind of, you know, lost and confused about how you should be doing it. Um, so all of those things have happened. But I was lucky enough, my, my sister has a house down in South Florida and, uh, I stayed with her and I was able to do that. But again, I had my kids and thank God I was at my sister's house because she was there where she was able to like kind of take over the kids for me. And she, um, she has kids of her own as well, but, um, yeah, she was able to help me take care of, watch my kids while I was doing this cake order. Um, that was really actually wasn't stressing me out. I wasn't stressed about it at all at all. If you guys go back and look at the cake that I did, it was a Dr. Seuss, all the places you go themed cake. It was really tall. It was all dummy cake. It was a really tall cake. Um, I wasn't stressed about it. The moment I got stressed, there was two moments. The first moment was, was because obviously it's a baby shower. So the color tones were not the dark, dark tones that they use in the book, in the Dr. Seuss, all the places you go. Um, and I was like, obviously, they're going to be like the baby version. It's going to be baby blue, soft pinks, lavender, that type of stuff, which I was fine with. But then also, if you, you know, Dr. Seuss books, they have a way about them of how they draw and how uh, they sketch uh, the, the scenery. So I wanted to make sure I brought that out into the cake. And so I started putting black lines everywhere. And that was looking a hot mess. It was looking not so good. I, I was like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, uh, I, this is something's not looking right. I kept taking pictures. I kept calling my, my fiance, like, Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? And my sister and both of them were like, yeah, maybe it's a little too much black, like too many black lines. It's kind of taken away. So then I started peeling the black lines off and then kind of refiguring it out, refixing it. And then it started looking better, right? It started looking better. Because really, if you look at that cake, the, the wow factor is all the stuff I put on top of the dummy cakes. It wasn't it wasn't the fact that I covered a dummy cake and fondant. No, that was the basic. It was all the other stuff I put on top. The balloons, the big balloon at the top, the city hanging off the side, you know, the signs. That was the wow factor. And I'm just trying to now decorate the base, which was like, okay, this does not look right on the base, which means when I put on the wow factors, that's still not going to make sense. So um, I kind of figured that out. I was like, I think I'm going to do a little bit of black at the bottom and then that's it. And then the only black you will see on it would be from like the signs or something like that. And it actually worked out perfectly. If you go check out the cake, it worked out perfectly. That was the first stressful moment, which just seems so tiny, right? That seems so insignificant compared to what I'm about to tell you. So that night, the, it was day one I worked on the cake. Day two, I looked at the cake and was like, Ugh, I'm not going to work on you today. And then on day three, or the night of day two, sorry, I go, I just so go, so happen to go walk next to the cake and the back of it, um, the bottom half back of the cake was missing. 
like someone had torn it off and ate it. <laughs> like it was missing. And I was like, no, <laughs> because obviously my, my brain immediately, I'm one of those uh, people who can see something and I can already see 50 million different ways of how it can be fixed. And I already saw 50 million different ways of how I could fix this, but it was just annoying the fact that I had to go do it. Like now I have to fix this because one of these children have eaten my cake. And there was, how many kids were there? There was my two kids, my sister's two kids, and my my other nephew was there, my brother's kid. There was five kids in the house, right? And then there was two dogs. But the two dogs can't reach up there. They're tiny dogs. They're very tiny dogs. And the, the cake was on the kitchen table. And so we had to do process of elimination. And my sister has cameras all in her house. So then we had to go look at the cameras all in the house. And we were we had to literally do process of elimination because we were like, okay, we didn't see this child walk towards the cake. So obviously they didn't do it. We didn't see this child. Do, we literally were crossing kids' names off like, okay, this one didn't do it. This one didn't do it. Only logical person that could have done it was this kid who was sitting next to the cake the entire day because the camera angle was in a funky place where you can kind of see the kid, but not really because the window was there. So the light was flashing in the camera and oh my God. And then, you know, it was, it was my nephew. It was my, my sister's oldest son, Noah, who I'm going to tell you right now, I love and adore this kid so much. He's, he's kooky. He's crazy, but that's Noah. You know what I mean? He's in... He's just such a goofy kid. But uh, when he did it, I think it was because the cake, the fondant, you know, it just smells so marshmallowy and so sweet. And kids like that crap. It's, I, I don't. But yep, yeah, he sure in the hell ripped off the fondant off the bottom of my cake. What I'll do is um, I'll post a picture <laughs> tomorrow of um, of what that, uh, that cake looked like when he ate it off the dummy cake. Ate it. Okay, he ate it. And so I had to cut it out nicely and easily and perfectly so I can fit in more fondant there. And then I could somehow cover that with little decor so that way you couldn't see so much of it. I, after a while, it looked like it was all one piece. But it, on the bottom of the cake, uh, the bottom tier of the cake, it was like five different colors. And he ate through all five of them. So I had to rip cut fondant out of five different colors and fix those holes in the cake. Like it was just, you know, that night I was pissed. But the ne by the next morning when I woke up, I didn't care. Like I was like, it's fine. But then I kind of felt bad because he was going to get in trouble for doing it. And, you know, that was the only thing. Like I didn't want him to get in trouble, but I also knew he had to be talked to because it's like, bro, you can't, you can't be, you ate my cake, bruh. You ate my cake. I mean, I don't know how many of you have children out there and have this issue. I've had my children stick their fingers in my buttercream. Um, I've, <laughs> I've had them come over and eat my fondant toppers that I've had sitting on my countertops. Like, yeah. So all of you people who are about to be new parents and who are currently parents, I feel for you. So let's now tell the ones who are currently about to be new parents, good luck when your kid decides to start walking and you're going, oh my God, this is so amazing. Look at them walking. Mm -mm. With walking comes with climbing, comes with reaching, comes with grabbing, comes with taking, comes with messing, comes with eating everything. And my nephew, Noah, he is seven years old. <laughs> It doesn't stop at toddler age. He's seven, okay? That man full on ate my cake, okay? Um, ate the fondant off the dummy cake. Uh, yeah, I've had my son eat the back of a cake before, but that was just for like me to create a video off of, but he full on ate it too. And I was like, oh my God. Like, so just be aware of what is going to happen when you create your magical pieces and there will be a child nearby who's going to fuck it up. There's there's no way that a child is not going to put their hands all over that. So just know that. Oh, because also in the dummy cake, when I really looked at it, there was like push marks. I saw kids' fingerprints in the font. I'm like, oh my God, here my kids are and my nephews. They're all pushing in on this kid and touch it. Just stop touching it. Just stop. And that's the stressful part. That's what I was trying to tell you guys. Like it sounds so glamorous and it sounds so exciting, but it's stressful because you're working in different elements. You're working in a different environment. And then, you know, children, children, God's greatest gift to this world, children. 
they happen and here they come messing with your cake. So I just thought that was a, a, a funny story that I could tell about a time that I've delivered a cake, which was the most recent time, literally like a month ago of me, not a month ago, was it September, October? I want to, I can't remember. I mean, I, I, I can't remember when this baby shower was. I think it was in November. It was November. Yeah, it was November of me taking this cake and this happening. So be aware, everybody. All right. Um, so anyways, yo, I, like I said, I wanted to talk to you guys about um, having the perfect customer and being able to say yes or no when you're at that place of like, oh, I can say yes or no and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Uh, because we're on this whole, you know, topic of making sure we're jumping out of our comfort zone and doing the best thing we could possibly do for ourselves. One of those things uh, is, uh, putting yourself in the right mentality. Okay. If you're not putting yourself in the right mentality, then you are never going to be physically or mentally ready to move forward to the next best thing for yourself. And when I say that, I, I, it's, I only speak on personal things that have happened to me. I never speak on things that I have no idea about. I only ever speak on I things I have actually gone through. And having to deal with um, being somebody who always is a pleaser, right? I'm always constantly trying to make things amazing. And I'm constantly asking people for feedback. Like, I want to know what you think, what you thought, how you feel. What do you think? What do you think? Because I'm looking for that validation of like, did I do good? Am I good today? Is Because that's my love language, like words of affirmation. Like, I need to know, am I great? Did I, great? you know? That can hinder you. And even though I love my love language, I love getting words of affirmation, especially when I tell them to myself or when my man tells them to me or my parents tell them to me, but it becomes a hinder as well because here I am looking for that in everything else that I do. And that becomes so freaking stressful. Here I am with a customer and I, I want this customer to want me and love me. And what I do. And the way I'm going to express that is through me giving them everything and anything, even more than what they even asked for on their cake order. And I had to learn to say no. Not just no to my customer, but no to myself, right? Because by saying no, that is another way of self-care, okay? If there's something you're going to go forward to forward in with, the, with this year, excuse me, if there's another thing you're going to go forward with in this year and, and hold as one of your main points and goals and plans to focus on is self-care, right? Self-care is just not the physicalness, right? You're doing a face routine and, and doing, you know, uh, making sure you go to the spa, get your nails and toes done. No, no, no. It's not just the physical aspect of it. It's also the mental aspect of it. And you want to Work on that self-care for yourself. And if that self-care is telling yourself no, because you know you about to be team too much on this order, okay, then that's what you have to do. And that's something I learned. And when I decided to start doing that, I started telling myself no, which then formulated the idea of telling my customers no on things that they were asking for. That's when my business started to boom more. That's when I started getting more respect from my customers. When you can stand up to yourself and stand up to your customers and your clients, oh my God, it is a whole new world out there. You start waking up to different things and seeing the world differently because now you're going, oh my God, the fact that I'm saying no to myself, like, Jelena, today you are not going to do the most, okay? And for me, what that looked like was like, oh, I'm going to go out here and 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 uh, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna teach people how to make a flying dragon. That's always my example. And I'm gonna teach people why, why, why am I doing that? Why do I need to do that? I don't need to do that. And I'm just doing it just so I can have people tell me I'm great at it. I don't need to do that. And then on top of it, here I am getting a customer saying, "Hey, can you create a flying dragon for me?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> no!" <laughs> like, but here I am doing it because like I'm putting that energy out there. Right. I'm, I'm over here doing the most when I don't need to do the most. And, and I'm going to still get the same results. And what I mean by that is, which is funny, me and my man just had this conversation. I'm not trying to be admired for doing cakes. Right. So I thought in order for me to get to where I want to go to, I had to be admired to do cakes. And in order for me to be admired to do cakes, I have to do the most. I don't need to do that because you still have people who go to the McDonald's line and eat that shitty food for less, right? I'm not saying do the bare minimum. I'm saying just think a little more strategically about things where if if there's a topper that you're not capable of making for your order, you do not, you do not, you do not have to make it by hand yourself. 
hell, you can purchase it from an Etsy shop and have someone else make it and ship it to you and then you plop that shit on the cake. That's what I'm saying. So when you say no to yourself, like, okay, listen, my talent only goes so far. But even if you are capable of it, do you want to take that time, right? The last cake order I did for a wedding cake, um, there was a lot of things that I was like, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to spend hours upon hours on a pound hours making the decor for this cake. So I ordered from Etsy and I, a topper from Etsy, a, a wooden topper. I, I purchased flowers and I mean, that's basically the look she was going for, but I was trying to make it as easy as possible for me to make this cake because at the end of the day, I want to make sure I continue to keep this money. And what my man was calling it was Van Gogh money. Like people are asking for Van Gogh art. You better give them Van Gogh art. And it's like, yes, but I can give them Van Gogh art, but I don't have to do all the artwork myself is what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Like I don't have to, I don't have to make these toppers from scratch. I don't have to do that. I can still give them Van Gogh and I can make someone else do it and still get that Van Gogh money. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like strategically mapping out a business because again, my love is not cake. It's teaching and art. That's it. But my love is not cake. It's not whatsoever. And my thing is, is like, if I can do my job without having to overextend myself, there we go. That's the word I want to say, overextend myself, right? And still get paid Van Gogh money, right? If you can do your cake orders without having to overextend yourself. So use this self-care for the 2021 and start saying no to yourself and start saying no to your customers. But it always starts with yourself first. Before you say it to your customers, you got to say it to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're the person who continues to overextend yourself. You're the person who's like, oh, well, I'm just going to do the most because I need people to see that I want to please them. And it's great that you want to please them. But you have to remember, if you ain't happy, how are you going to make anybody else happy? You got to be happy, right? You got to find the love in what you're doing. And I always say, Kate, guys, but if you understand that I mean anything as far as edible world goes like cupcakes cookies cake pops candy apples whatever the case may be is what your thing is I say cake because that's my go-to word but you can replace that with what it is for you and for me it's always been cake right but I even try to dabble in doing fucking cookies and cake pops and do not overextend yourself say no say no Jelena don't be fucking around doing these cookies girl you know you ain't got no business doing them you know what I mean like you have to learn. It is, it's like an exercise every day. You know what I mean? Uh, like, oh, in the morning you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Boom. In the, at lunchtime you eat lunch, nighttime you eat dinner. You know what I mean? Those things are exercises that you do on a daily basis that's already in your brain frame. Like you already have that in your thought process, right? Like how my day is going to go, right? So if you can have in your head that, oh, as an exercise also, I'm saying no. Because no can be a very powerful thing. And until you actually say it and live by it, you don't understand that freedom that you have to express yourself differently, right? When I started saying no to certain types of orders, uh, to myself first, like, girl, Julia, um, I don't think you need to do this because you have no idea how to frost a square cake. When you start saying no, it frees up your mind. So that way you can then express yourself differently and have the chance to do it differently. My go-to cake size is round, round cakes. That's my go-to, right? If I got to do a square, okay, we'll do it. But I don't want to, but we'll do it. Only if I have to. But my go-to is round. So my goal is to stick to what I want before I try to give somebody else what they want. That's the power of saying no. And that continuously keeps me happy. Where then now they see what I'm I'm capable of doing under the guidelines of what I want for myself and my business. And now they're happy with the end product. Do you see how that works? It's not about really fulfilling the customer's needs, right? That's, that's what you're telling them. You're telling them I'm fulfilling your needs. But you're fulfilling their needs under the guidelines in which, they gave, in which you gave them. Kind of like the competition. The competition, these women had to create such XYZ under the guidelines of what they were given. Same thing. Your customers, you need to have your customers fall in love with what you've created under the guidelines of what makes you happy. Not them happy. What makes you happy? Because if you overextend yourself, you're going to drive yourself 
flipping nuts. Now, I know I'm not lying on this. I know y'all understand it. I know you all understand this. So please let 2021 be the year you go. Mm -mm. I'm going to say no to myself and I'm going to say no to these customers because I'm not overextending myself. That is a form of self-care. And I need you guys to keep that in mind because there's too many of my women in this community who is stressing themselves out. Y'all stressing yourselves out, trying to be everything to, to everybody. And I need y'all not to be everything to everybody. I just need y'all to be everything to yourself first before you start trying to uh, appease other people. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like self-care is such a big thing. And, uh, and, I, and we forget those things because we're always trying to take care of everybody else. And one way that you can start doing self-care is just saying no. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And then also uh, getting in the right mind frame uh, of, of where you want to be at, which means you have to make yourself uncomfortable. You have to jump out that comfort zone. You have to be a part of things that you would probably never do because you've continuously shied away from it. You know what I mean? Like, this is the other thing. You guys are saying no to yourselves, but in the wrong ways. That's, my, that's what I'm trying to say. You say no to yourselves the wrong way. Do the competition so that way you can get out of your comfort zone, but, excuse me, but don't take on a giant order that you are, are not capable of creating or, or it's going to be too much of you and too much of a hindrance on yourself, on your life, on your mentality, on your business, on your financial status. It, it, you, those are the things you need to say no to. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to say. You guys say no, but you say no in the wrong spaces, like, I need you to do the competition so that way now you can push yourself even further artistically. And then I, to the to the customers who are asking you for the most but don't want to pay you that Van Gogh money, right? Or even the ones that paying you that Van Gogh money, you do not have to break your neck and your back to get that. Because financially, you are now running a business. You're not running a business. You're no longer an artist when you start running a business. Now you're running a business. Now you have to think every move you make is a business move, not an artist move, right? And that's a hard transition to get out of. So uh, good luck trying to figure that out. But that was a hard transition for me to get out of, of thinking, okay, Jalen, you're no longer an artist. You're an entrepreneur. You're a businesswoman, right? Because everything I do, no matter if I'm doing my artwork, no matter what, I still have to think I have to sell this product. I have to sell it. So now I have to put my business hat on. And sometimes... Uh, those overlap, but it's so much more easier when you have just pick one side. And for me, if it's a business, you got to pick the business side. All right. Like you can't be like, I'm just gonna be an artist forever. Like, cool. That means you're going to just be broke. <laughs> like if you aren't thinking of the business side of your business. Yeah. You could be the artist forever. Like my professor said once in college, like, oh, you could be cool. And oh my God, this is great, man. I'm just an artist living the life. Yeah, broke. Like you're living this broke artist life and it, it gets exhausting. You're working that nine to five job because that's what you're depending on. But you're really not working the business that you're trying to do. So, yeah, um, but I think that's, I, 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 I can't stress that enough, you know, like if you guys ever heard me talk on live before or whatever, YouTube, whatever, um, or an event, like I, I get so passionate about these things because I fully can visually see women stepping forward and stepping out and it stresses me out when they don't, when they hide behind the shadow. Right. And it just. Uh, and Oh, my God. Perfect analogy. What I said to my girls today. Hold, let, let me stand up for this. Let me stand up for this. Perfect analogy today. I'm moving the chair, guys. So sorry if it's a little rattly. Today, I'm talking to my HBC squad. And I'm doing a live with them. And and one of my one of my members was like, you know, I, I, I just get afraid and I'm scared because I I put these these thoughts and fears in my mind and it pulled me back. Right. When she said when she's ready to make the jump and the leap into in the avenue of where she wants to go and make herself uncomfortable and get out her comfort zone and and do something extra. She falls back and she goes, ah, I'm just going to shy away. And I had to tell her vision this right vision this. They play I, 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 the jump rope. Right. They jump in the rope. You're going back and forth. And my girls who are going to listen to this, my HUIC squad, y'all heard this earlier today already. But I'm going to reiterate it for the people who didn't hear this part. OK. You, you about to jump the rope. You got the two girls holding the rope, one side, one on the left, one on the right, and you going back and forth with the rope. You're like, I'm about to jump over this rope. 
I'm about to I'm about to get this game. Man, I'm about to be the best. Hopscotch. Is it hopscotch? I, don't, I can't remember. That, you know, jump roper, whatever. Jump roper in the world. I'm, we about to get it. We about to get you rocking back and forth, right? Can you hear me? I'm rocking back and forth. And you about to jump, right? And all the girls on the on the playground going, yes, girl. Get it, girl. Get it, Jelena. Go ahead. Jump, jump, jump. And I'm going, yeah, I'm about to jump this rope. And then as I'm looking around, everybody's smiling and screaming for me. And I'm going, uh, but what if I... What if I don't jump the rope? What if I mess up? What if the rope gets tangled in my feet? And now now I'm not rocking back and forth anymore. Now I'm just standing here looking at everybody, cheering for me. And I'm like, what if, what if I let these people down? Right? And now you have in your head that your failures are what people are going to remember you as. Not the fact that you've tried and put yourself out there, right? And then you have those people who do, who go back and forth, who don't have nobody. Ain't got nobody there. No one cheering them on, but they like, fuck these people. I don't need people to cheer me on. I'm going to go, I'm going to jump this rope. I got Susie holding one side. I got Sarah holding, not even, we don't even got Susie and Sarah. We didn't put the damn rope on the doorknob and we have our little sister holding the rope because, you know, that's what we do to our little sisters. We force them to do things. Go ahead, hold the rope, little sister. Go ahead, hold the, hold, and then tie it, to the, tie it to the door and you rocking back and forth. Ain't no one there cheering you on, right? Because your sister's like, will you hurry up and jump so I can go and do what I want to do without having to hold this rope for you? And you're like, okay, little sister, hold on. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You rocking back and forth, right? You rocking back and forth. And then you looking around and you going, wait, why is, why is no one here cheering me on? Why, why is no one believing in me? Maybe, maybe they know something about me that I don't know about myself. Maybe I am a fraud. Maybe I don't know how to do this. And now guess what? You still ain't fucking do the jump rope. Now, now we have people rooting for you and you like, oh my God, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get this. going to be amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kill this jump rope. Everybody's cheering for me. And now you second guessing your, your, your potential because now you're afraid to let them down. Or then when you don't have people in front of you and you go on, I'm going to get this done. I don't need people in front of me. I don't need people to root me on. And then now you get in your head because now you thinking, damn, maybe these people are right. Maybe that's why they're not here rooting for me. Y'all allow so many people in your lives to hold so much weight over your shoulders. And I need y'all to let that shit go. We don't, we don't care about that. Y'all so afraid of, uh, of people seeing you as a, as a phony, as a fake. Like you think, oh, I'm going I'm to put myself out there and they're going to think I don't know what I'm doing. So they're going to call me a fraud. They're going to call me a fake, a phony. But what they don't realize, well, no, not they, excuse me. What you don't realize is those are your thoughts. Those are in your brain that you put there. No one put those thoughts there. You put yourself in that position. At the end of the day, whether people are there waiting for you to jump that rope or not, it's not for them anyways. That rope ain't for them. That rope is turning for you. That rope is going for you. And you telling them, go faster, go slower. You control the speed of that jump rope. It is you. It may not be in your hands, but it is you. Right, you control how fancy you want to be with the footwork when you do the jump rope. You know how those girls do the little, the little back and forth with the feet, the crisscross, and the jumping around. You control that, or you can be as plain Jane as me and just be like, "Shit, I'm just gonna go back and forth with my two feet on the floor. I ain't even trying to do much. Hell, I'm just gonna jump up and down one straight line. I'm not even trying to do much. I'm not gonna do no fanciness, okay? You guys control that, but you allow so many other people to control over you, like put control over you." That's the whole part of saying no. That's that freedom that I'm talking about. That is what I mean by why you need to say no. No, Jelena, I will not put myself in this position again. Because I've been down that road before. And I don't want to go there again. That's why I say you have to say no to yourself first. Before you even say no to your customer. Because if you can't even say no to a customer, then shit, you definitely ain't saying no to yourself. But you saying no to all these other things. All these other pretensions. You watching these blessings pass you by. You saying no to all these other things. That, that are helpful towards you. And you are the one who are hindering yourself. You ain't got no one else to blame. Right? I think, uh, I think in the next podcast we're going to definitely talk about this a little bit more. And I, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to put it out there. I don't know. I think in the next podcast we're going to have a. Uh, my fiance come on and we'll talk a little bit about, um, about my struggles of, of being teen too much, 
saying no and having to steal time, which is something I constantly discuss in the HYC squad, having to steal time um, and, and get his perspective of what he saw in me when I had to do that. And it's, it, it, it's an eye-opening experience when you realize whether or not you got people rooting in your corner or you don't got people rooting in your corner, you have to jump that rope because it's waiting for you. It's turning for you. You have to jump that rope. So I, w- I think that's a great place to leave the podcast right now on. Um, I want to say thank you again for joining Cake Tea with HBIC, Jelena Simpson. I'll remind you guys to make sure you're following me on Instagram at HBIC squad underscore and also my other one, Jelena Simpson, at Jelena Simpson on Instagram. Um, but if you are not a part of the HBIC squad, you... I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. But you can find all those links in the link of this podcast on the website, hbicsquad.com. Also, (laughs) it's going to be my birthday on the 7th, y'all. I will. It's Capricorn season. Thank you. It will be my birthday on January 7th. So, you know, don't be shy. You're more than welcome to, like, you know, say, hey, happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday. Um, Or, you know, whatever. And and I have a birthday sale happening. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you just check all that out over on Jelena Simpson's Instagram. Um, But I do want to, uh, I I do, I did give shout outs already on for people's Instagram, um, which I'm going to make a regular thing on the podcast. Towards the end of the podcast, I normally like to give a shout out to somebody's Instagram. So I already gave a shout out to my HYC squad competitors' Instagrams. Um, so I want to make sure you guys go show them love and go follow them. Um, again, if you want to know any of the com- competition of what happened and where it is, you can find pictures of what the competitors did on HBIC squad underscore and then you can also find the replays of all three days and it's kind of like a uh, kind of uh, kind of replay because I was recording it with my phone and doing it live on Instagram um the zoom call that we were all on so but you can go find those on Jelena Simpson on the IGTV replays um but uh so that's something I want to make sure I do every podcast give a shout out at the end um but the other thing I want to make sure I do is uh, ask a little secret question now, in the first podcast, uh, I asked a secret question. And the secret, if you got to the end of the podcast, if you didn't, go back and listen because you missed it. Um, the secret question was, um, who in your life could you go without? Like, who in your life currently can you just be like, mm-mm, 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 he gets to go. I'm not even like that with that attitude. It's just kind of like, I don't really need this person and because we've gone through quarantine and COVID I think a lot of people have realized who they need and don't need in their lives and you know what I mean like oh this person hasn't been around and it hasn't affected my life so um but uh I would and I and I said if you can answer that question then I'll give you a shout out but unfortunately I had several people answer this question they just didn't want to answer it publicly so I want to make sure I respect that and not you know not tell that but some of their answers were like my mother <laughs> my raggedy ass father like there was like some real deal uh people answering these questions but I just definitely didn't want to um I didn't want to go ahead and like divulge who they are who answered these questions and but I appreciate everybody who did answer the question um you guys had me cracking up and I said I would answer it myself and then I was like oh man like as I was about to record this podcast I was like oh man I told everybody I was gonna answer that secret question so I will um, somebody in my life currently who I can kind of go without, um, I would say not, and this has nothing to do with not loving them and not, uh, wanting the best for them. Um, so I want to preference that because that's no, but I think the person in my life that we've had kind of a strained relationship, we love each other very much and we do want the best for each other is my older brother. Like me and my older brother, we've always battled each other but let me tell you something we'll fight each other like let let somebody talk shit about my brother and I'm gonna fight you and let somebody talk shit about me and he gonna fight you like we have that love for each other but we get in a room together and we just like oh like we're so hard on each other that it becomes an argument um but I think just because I'm basing it off of my I don't have like a whole bunch of outside people in my life basing off my immediate because him and I's relationship always has been so strained and I love him to death and there's nothing I wouldn't do for him I think me not being in his life I'm not hindering his life like if I wasn't in his life there's when I'm not hindering it and him not being in mine he's not hindering mine either so I think he would be like the safe one to choose not safe but he would be probably the only one out of all of my family because at the end of the day I'm not like you know 
We're not affecting each other's lives. But we talk, we're there, we love each other. But yeah. So see, I answered the question. I don't know why y'all can't. And I and see that's the other thing. Like my goal isn't to hurt his feelings. It's I'm just being honest. In all honesty, he knows the truth too. I'm not his uh I'm not his favorite cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Like he loves me, but I'm not his favorite cup of tea. And that's just the truth. Like I'm not gonna hide this. It's year 2021, y'all. We don't have to live in secret. So I want to ask you guys what uh, another secret question. Um, so here's a secret question if you got all the way to the ending. Congratulations, you have made it. Uh, here's your question. Where are you at versus where your ex is at? Now, I would say I would answer this question, but I can't because I have no idea where my ex is. But I'll tell you guys where the last time I know my ex was, which was years ago, but I'll, I can tell that in the next podcast. So if you can answer that question, you can DM me on Instagram, uh, at HBIC squad underscore, or at Jelena Simpson answering the secret, uh, secret squad, answering the secret question. And I will shout out your business. Now, if you don't want the answer to be divulged, I won't, I won't even tell who told me it. And I, I won't shout you out or anything like that. But if you want a little shout out, go ahead and give me your answer where you are versus where you'll raggedy ass exes no i'm kidding he he or she does not need to be raggedy but they usually are but anyways anyways uh i'm gonna go ahead and let you guys go i hope you guys are having a wonderful beginning to your new year and continuously uh, have an amazing amazing uh a year um happy belated christmas and kwanzaa and hanukkah uh, to everybody who celebrates um the festivities this holiday happy everything i wish you all the best Mwah. i love you i will see you guys on the next podcast at the cake tea with the hbic jelena simpson thanks so much guys deuce